amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Yes, man. Welcome to War of the Bay podcast. My name is Kyle. My name is Nick. Um, so much to talk about on this podcast. So many things have happened in the last week. And not just football. Not just football. It's everything. But first of all, first and foremost, Happy New Year to everybody out there. Thank you for joining us for another a year. Nope. First and foremost, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Yeah. My co-host, Kyle. Turned 29 on New Year's Day. And had the craziest party of my life on New Year's <laughs> Eve. I could safely say, maybe not my life. Yeah, maybe my. It was, yeah, actually, that was pretty close, man. That was that's at least top five. Uh, if I had to list, list the most craziest fucked up nights of my life, that's top five. For, <laughs> for reasons I am not willing to admit on the podcast, y'all can connect the dots. But there was more than alcohol involved. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it. At <laughs> we'll that. leave it at that. Um, but any, any who, any fucking who, thank you to everybody who was a part of that, especially you, Nick. And, um, oh. Jonathan was out there. Jonathan, of course, hangs out until five in the morning. Like a fucking trooper. Like a fucking trooper. <laughs> I was out of there at 1230. Yeah. That's John. That's, 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 I've always known Jonathan to be that way. I love him. And I don't know. Great, great times. Great. I had a great new year's Eve, great new year's day, great birthday. Um, because I actually planned it this year. You know, I was like, you always have those years where you feel bad for yourself because you're not doing anything on your birthday. It was because you start to realize, well, I'm a fucking adult. I need to plan these sort of things for it to happen. Yeah, things just don't happen. Yeah. yeah everybody's got a fucking birthday. Nobody's going to take time out of their day to, to, to you know, they'll, they'll, they'll say happy birthday to you, but they're not going to go out of the way unless you ask them to. Yep. That's how Pretty much. That's how, that's how being an adult works. So... To all you kids listening out there, look forward to that. Look forward to hating yourself in you know in a good few years. Oh, it'll be. I used to know what it was. No. Now it scares me. <laughs> I used to. Oh, no, 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 no. The, the quote goes: I used to be with it, but then they changed what it was. Now what it now what it is seems weird and scary to me, or something like that. Now what? Yeah, that, that was close. Now what I'm with isn't it, and what is it is weird and scary. Anyways, everybody's bored with it. They're like Simpsons reference. Talk about Rick and Morty some more, you fucking old fuck. Or we can go last episode with South Park, the ruse. You broke the ruse. ruse, ruse, ruse. Yeah, fuck you. Now we're Speaking. not going down that path. Oh, no. Let's, right. well, so, I, I would like to go down that path because... Uh, the a rules path? The rules path. You, the, yeah, you broke the ruse, ruse, ruse. Because the, uh, the Hall of Fame voting, or the Hall of Fame ballots came out today. and Or, in fact, what, what would you call it? Like the winners or the Hall of Fame... 
They announced who was going to be in the Hall of Fame. The electees? The electees, the, the people. Basically, Mike Piazza and, and Ken, Griffey, Ken Jr. Griffey Jr. Yeah, they got into the Hall of Fame, and good for them. They, they absolutely deserve it. Um, I just... I just don't give a shit about the Baseball Hall of Fame, to be honest with you. I just don't give two shits. Really don't. As soon as you start, so go ahead and let uh, Barry Bonds in and then give me a call. And then that's when I'll start to care about the, the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, stop being a hypocrite. As soon as you, as soon as you like, let Pete Rose in, we'll listen again. Yeah. Are we, all, are we all just like kidding ourselves and thinking like fucking Tony Gwynn is just completely clean or that, you know, are, are we, are we, are, are, are you to tell me that, um, that, uh, uh, Greg Maddox was, you know, uh, everything was above the line on Greg Maddox, baby. Nothing, nothing crazy there on that guy. You well, mean to say this much for his his velocity? Yeah, you can make the argument that he never took anything. Yeah, you don't think he fucking threw a few spitballs or up some dirt into a ball to get a little oh, extra? Oh, that's a. I think that's in a completely different vein than PEDs. But it's we'll still, just call. I'll say it's all cheating. Look, if we're if we're gonna make a big stink out of Tom Brady taking a few psi out of a football, then Greg Maddox throwing a spitball out there to get a to to get some extra is uh, the devil. Yeah, to get some movement on his pitch. I mean, what's the difference? What's the difference? Somebody tell somebody somebody tweet me at Kyle WTB. What is the difference between Greg Maddox throwing a spitball and Tom Brady taking two psi out of his football? Nothing. That's the fucking difference. DNA. Hypocrites. Oh, baseball versus football. Mm. Just don't, just don't get me going on this, man. It's, it, I sure no, no. I understand that you know. I'm not trying to to, to uh, accuse Tony Gwynn or Greg Maddox or whoever the fuck you want. I'm not saying that they're they're uh, using PEDs, despite what you might have heard <laughs> literally a minute and a half ago. I'm just saying that nobody's nobody's innocent here. It just so happens that that you know. Barry Bonds was highly publicized as being a, a, a quote-unquote cheater. It's just so yeah, stupid. It's, it's what the media di- dictated was more relevant. Yeah. That's all. This was the bigger deal. Well, what about Greg Maddox? Oh, that's part of the game, buddy. He's using suntan lotion to <laughs> to, to, to sink his, uh, to, uh, sink his uh, fastball there. Hey, yeah, well, you know what? Part of the game there, Chief. Okay. All right, fine. And then, the, you know, everything's fine. 80s roll around, 90s roll around, 2000s roll around. Patriots win four Super Bowls. All of a sudden, Tom Brady's altering balls, and now it's a fucking problem. You know, maybe they need um, – maybe the NFL and the Major League Baseball needs to adopt something like that the uh, the NHL does. And if any point in time the, the opposing coach can challenge the arc on a stick, because, you know, if you bend it too much, it's illegal. Right. We should have that in the NFL and in, in Major League Baseball. I didn't like, know that. So, like the, the with the, I guess I kind of assumed that was a thing, but I didn't. I never knew that there was a, there was that sort of regulation. Oh yeah, every every rep, there's like a way of measuring it. There's like a tool that they have that they pull it out, and if it's, um, I forget what happens to the player, Anthony. I know you're. I know you're in the chat. Maybe you can help me out here. But something something happens. It's a penalty, or that guy loses his stick or can't play you don't <laughs> you can't play, play without anymore a stick. Yeah. he has to play without a stick yeah. you, you just play with you go play with this uh this curtain rod we're gonna give you this curtain rod go out there and get him think about what you've done yeah <laughs> I, I like that <laughs> maybe but they should be able to like check the the psi and the balls if they're so concerned about it or you know like 
I just I think don't know. It's a huge double standard between baseball and football. The way that that we perceive, like, look at the the the, the HGH allegations that came out against Manning. We talked about it a little bit the last podcast, but did you see that that photo, that meme of Peyton Manning's head compared to his to compared to his <laughs> time at Tennessee to now, where his forehead is just gigantic. Like his forehead oh, yeah. grew. His receding hairline's gotten worse too. Well, that that plus that like it's a direct side effect of HGH use. Like I look at Alex Rodriguez's forehead. I mean, it's it's oh shit. Yeah, it's it it, it is a side effect. It's what happens. Your forehead grows. You you, you become more Neanderthal than anything else. Hit ball or throw it. Hand it off. Brock Osweiler, save me. Give me my Maybe, Super Bowl. You ever ring. think eventually uh, Manning is going to stroke out, and then eventually uh, he'll uh, always have to speak in that uh, jingle? <laughs> I really have to go to the bathroom. Someone help me kill myself. <laughs> yeah, yours was much better. <laughs> <laughs> I no longer want to live. <laughs> you got to like partner with Papa John. Papa John's, you taste so good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anthony oh. saying, "Oh, it's okay." So Anthony said it's a minor penalty. Minor penalty. Okay, that makes sense. I wonder if the, wonder if we'll see like a governing body over all major all sports. sports. Yeah, that that'll be the day when I when I say it's like it's a brain me. trust of Ed Hockley and in the uh... yeah Jerry West, Ed Hockley. And then whatever John Paul Pierre Brian something that for, <laughs> for, the, for, NHL. for the NHL. <laughs> um, and then the basket. Paul, Paul uh, Mac. What's his name? Paul Mac. Paul McAdoo. Uh, I don't know. Raise Bear Bryant from the dead. Have him be the head of the fucking. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, with concussions. The hell hit somebody. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, that's the guy who we want running the rules and regulations. Yeah, yeah. Vince Lombardi, Bear Bryant, and then uh, Roger Staubach. <laughs> they don't do fines anymore. He just issues out like like checks yeah. for people. It's like you had head head contact. I know Good we're job. Get, I know we're getting a little off topic here, but I, I saw an article. Oh, you really, you really think? <laughs> well, it's, it's part for the course. I saw an article about heads up tackling and the the amount of. Uh, or just just the way it uh, reduces the amount of head to head contact when when they do drills specifically geared towards uh, tackling without your helmet on, it was insane. I, I wish I could find the article now, but oh uh, well, that makes absolute sense. Yeah, you know who they need they need to make the rule um, maker is Rondé Barber because all he ever did was tackle with technique. There you go. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't think I well, I might have seen him go for the the head every once in a while, but. Yeah, but he weighs all of like a hundred pounds when he's soaking wet. So, a- anywho, anywho, um, let's try to get back on point, right? What point? Fuck Tony Gwynn. <laughs> yeah, fuck Tony Gwynn. Um, no, so- I just I think it's I think it's so 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 silly that these 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 baseball writers don't. You know, they, the, the integrity of the game, we can't put guys like uh, Clements or Bonds or McGuire in the Hall of Fame. What are, what are we talking about here? Yeah, but this year, Bonds, Clemens, and McGuire all had higher percentages of the vote than yes, they I, ever had before. I have the exact percentage. So Clements this year got 45.2% of the vote, which was up from 375 last year. Bonds got 44. You need 75, though. You need 75. But that's that's a significant margin that he, oh, that he agrees by. Um, well, they they retired um, one hundred uh, sports 
or writers. I hope that I hope what this is is just like the older dudes dying off, and then like the younger that's exactly guys. what it is. Yeah, they're tiring off the the older crop it's, who are clinging to this clean game bullshit. Yeah, and then the younger guys are like, "Look, this is what we grew up with. This is what the game is. Put the guys in the Hall of Fame. I enjoyed. Did are you gonna are you gonna tell me as the Giants owner are they are you gonna refund the money that you made off of Barry Bonds's back or the 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 the, the the millions of dollars that you made off of him, the Cubs. I'm looking at you too with Sammy Sosa. You gonna refund any of that? Is any of that illegitimate at this point? Fuck no, it's not. No, well, <laughs> that's money in their pockets. Yeah. Oh, but he can't go in the Hall of Fame. Of course not. Fuck this guy. Like you knew. You fucking everybody knew. Like, are you mean to tell me you're? Mm. Anyways, anyways. anyways. <laughs> well, you know what's sad about this? Um, for one of them is McGuire. This is his. This was his last year to be on the ballot. Oh, was it really? Yeah, you only get 10 years. You get a decade of eligibility before you're uh, the only way you can get in is, I believe, a a special Hall of Famer vote, Mm -hmm. which is like. I'll never I'll never ever in my life forget uh, that race between McGuire and Sosa. And and he was one of the coolest moments in sports, not just baseball for me, but one of the coolest moments in sports. Yeah, I still remember where I was when he broke the record. I was I was sitting in my room. My dad was watching the game outside and uh, he's like. He did it. He did it. And I'm like, oh my god, he did it. And like, yeah, come running out. And sure enough, there's the ball going over the, you know, the the, the I think it was like the the uh, left field wall, just just above the ball. And I was like, oh my god, I just watched history. Like, and that guy's not in the Hall of Fame, really? He's never going to be in the Hall of Fame after next year, really? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, there's still a chance. Really, there is still a chance, but still, it's a joke. It's uh, that's a rough draw for him. I got I mean, the. I got the. Nub- I don't. I don't understand. If you, well, how are you going to let him coach and be a participating, you know, member of a team in your league, and say no, he can't go in our Hall of Fame. He's cheated. I hope when he turns like sixty or seventy, he becomes a manager and just like the greatest manager of all time. And everybody's like, uh, uh. but he's cheated somehow. Yeah. So- <laughs> He's going to go back in a Hall of Fame, and then he'll retire from coaching, and then he'll have 10 years to be a coach. That, that, that'll that work. Yeah, yeah. Somehow. I don't know. Bullshit. I, I have, okay, so I have the number in front of me of the percentage of the vote that McGuire got. I want you to take a guess at what it is. Keeping For in mind. Year? Yeah, Clements got 45.2. Uh, Bonds got 44.3. What do you think Mark McGuire got this year? Um, Being one 50, of his. 50. Just go at half. Mm, you got 50. That's, you're way high. Take another, oh, really? take another shot, yeah. Twenty. That's closer. It's it's twelve point three. Oh, Mark! Isn't that sad? That is sad. Yeah. Anthony's uh. strike twice. TB says, "I say we release three hundred mongoose named Barry Bonds into the Hall of Fame." I fucking love that one. Let's see what happens then. <laughs> Nick and I go to the to Cooperstown. Two giant crates in our and you know in tow. This Guy. is how we get banned from uh, <laughs> the Hall of Fame. Security's like, uh, hey, what's it's in the boxes? It's in the crates. Eh, memorabilia. Okay. Open it up. Yeah, yeah that'll work. That, you seem pretty white. 300. You can, you can go through. <laughs> what's, what's the plural of mongoose? Is it go- gooses or geese? Mongoose. Mongoose. The mongoose. 300 mongoose with Barry Bonds jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> Running amok in Cooperstown, New York. Oh. Yeah. That's, 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 that's the world I want to live in. <laughs> I just it's it's a shame. I I don't understand how the major league how major league baseball lets them operate within their league 
and they're still kind of holding a grudge against these guys. Well, like you can't have your cake and eat it too. Well, because it's it's the uh, it's the um, it's the writers, it's the baseball writers, it's these old guys that are around. You know, some some dude's been working at the Denver Post. Looking at you, what was his name? Woody Page. You know, yeah, working <laughs> working at some some Podoc newspaper for thirty fifty years and. You know, he's, oh, it's the principal. I he sullied my game that I watched with my father. I'll tell you what, Is Joe DiMaggio. Is stuff ever published? Like, do we know, get to, do we ever get to find out what they voted? No. Mark Tompkin actually made his, his, um. Ballot. His, uh, yeah, he made his public. ballot public. And a oh. couple of writers, I'm, I'm, I think a couple of writers do. Most don't, I believe. I feel like that's more of a, hey, look at me, rather than a look what, yeah. you know. So, I don't know. So one more thing on this this ballot thing. Ken Griffey Jr. got the I think he got what the highest unanimous almost unanimous. Yeah, almost unanimous. Do you think once Derek Jeter is eligible, do you think he goes unanimous or Yes. I think he's a unanimous first ballot hall of fame. I, I don't think so because I think uh there's there's people out there who see who see that Derek Jeter's eligible, know that everybody's going to vote for him, be like, well, I don't want to be the guy to vote for Derek Jeter. I'll vote for some other guy. You know? <laughs> Let me put it to you this way. Um, you know how everybody's going crazy over Ken Griffey Jr.? Yeah. Well, he was amazing, and he did that with the Mariners and the Reds. Oh, you're right. Jeter did it with the Yankees. The Yankees. The, I it's, mean, the, the, that alone is going to put enough. He's going to be Mr. Yankee. Are you kidding me? He's... Yeah. Not only did it do, he did it like okay, like say let's let's just go and say uh, Roger Clemens, for example, um, didn't get busted for PEDs, and now he's eligible for the Hall of Fame. He's you know one of, a great Yankee, but he wasn't a Yankee his entire career. Derek Jeter is like he's a career Yankee. He's like he's up in the in the likes of the the Dimaggios and the the um, I don't know, just name a fucking guy, Barrows and the um, Ruths. Well, Ruth played for the Red Sox. And of course, I don't know if DiMaggio played for the Yankees all his whole career. I think, <laughs> I think it'll be it'll be goddamn close. It'll be like ninety nine point nine percent. I don't know if it'll be unanimous. <laughs> One guy from the Boston Herald won't. won't fight yeah, like, yeah, fuck no, him. fuck him. Yeah, Ted. If Ted Williams wasn't fucking unanimous, then I'll be goddamned if Derek, Derek Jeter is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, Boston guy. Well, all right. Who's the Boston? Um, Hall of Fame vote for I'm sure there's a few. I'm sure what's 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 his uh Peter Gammons. I'm sure it's it'll be Peter Gammons who's like, oh well I'm not voting for Jeter. My real fault in Derek Jeter's game is the fact that he <laughs> Look, that little stupid thing he made at shortstop, that wasn't even that wasn't that even hot that cool. skip, that's inefficient. Wasn't even that cool, yeah. It was he got lucky on that play to home plate in the in the uh, playoffs. Yeah, nobody runs that drill. Yeah. So uh, you know, well for some other I'll get uh, Nomar Garcia Parra in there before I get. Yeah, cheated. that's another thing. Nomar um, was his last. This year was his last year for eligibility. So yeah. Nomar Garcia Parra is never going to. Nomar Nomar Garcia Parra got dick in, in terms of voting. I think he got like. Oh yeah. One like <laughs> a single digit percentage. Yeah, but say he was less than ten uh, percent. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Man, we went on this longer than I thought we would. It's fun. Yeah. It's baseball. Baseball. We're right? starved for it. Oh, it's coming up soon. I can't wait. Can't wait to like. I'm gonna get that email soon to buy my tickets and. Uh, <laughs> just tailgating, but for now it's it's hockey season, right? Yes. Yeah. And on to hockey season we go. On to hockey season. I saw Vassy stand on his head more or less the other night. It was amazing. Yeah. Dude played he, well. He looked 
like Vasilevsky from or Vasilevsky from last year. Yeah. I, now I can really, really start paying attention to the the lightning. Now that the Bucks season is over. Um, <laughs> I know it's sad. Be I'm prepared sorry. for more of, of Bucks season esque. I mean that that god, that goddamn Calgary game. What what a fucking um, what a joke. A yeah, what a shame that was. Uh, Stamkos with the only goal. But uh, let's 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 start with the good. I mean. Vassy played really well, or I'd say he played good, but it just he played that that shootout was awesome, man. He, oh yeah, that was a game that 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 was a game to remember for him. He played those dudes so he played the he every guy he played so well came no fear. I saw no fear there. in the dude. Am I correct? Yeah, he uh, he skated right out on him, man. He he came out of the uh, out of the goal, you know, out of his I don't know the the correct the proper term, terminology, but. Um, he he took him head on. Cut, no fucking angle, fear. Thing. Cut down. Yeah, it's just I saw no fear in his eyes in that. And uh, it this is really the guy that I, I expect in the future. He he did have that soft goal that he let in the the, the boneheaded goal uh, that he let in in the second where uh, he was playing the puck and and mis I think he, he misplayed the puck and they, it was just an empty netter easy. Yeah, it was, it was just, a it looked like a rookie. Yeah, goal. like he just. Yeah, like dudes, dudes like uh, Ramo and Price, and just you know, like your your top tier dudes. They they let that happen. Maybe wait, wait, wait. Did you say Ramo? I'm sorry, not Ramo, dude? but uh, who am I thinking of? <laughs> um, I have no idea, man. Not Ramo. Holy shit, I don't know. Rosk? No, who's Rosk? Lumquist. Why did I fucking say Ramo? I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking. We played. Um... We played Calgary the other night. Yeah, uh, but but dudes like Lumquist and Price, like they're they're uh, fuck. I'm an Eastern fuck. Go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> you know they they let that kind of goal happen once every two years. You know. Yeah, and I've seen that happen a few times for Vassy. I think Price didn't Price have like some dumbass. Yeah, but every, like you just said, every goalie has a bad game. Yeah, I, I think every goalie lets in a bad one every once in a while. But I mean, Vassy needs to just kind of tighten up on that kind of. That, that's something you can't do. Uh, no, that that being said, I thought he played a tremendous game on Saturday yeah. night. Anthony put it perfectly. It's a mental lapse. Mental lapse, yeah. I would agree with that. Speaking of mental lapse, I'm not going to be the first one to be all pro Sidney Crosby or anything, but him not being in the All-Star game is kind of a fucked up. What, that happened? Yeah. <laughs> no shit, really? Sidney Crosby and Hendrik Lundqvist both got snubbed for the... Uh, Oh, oh, Hank. All-Star game. Oh, Hank. And, and um, Ben Bishop and Stamkos are the only representatives for the Lightning. Mm. Did Crawford, didn't Crawford not make it too? Um, for the Western Conference? I don't know. The, it was a weird, it's a weird All-Star game. The way they have it set up is um, by divisions. So there's four captains representing each division. Ah. And they're playing three-on-three three hockey. Oh, they're so doing that. Three, the, like uh... three defensemen got to go. It was stupid. It's just... It's a, it's a popularity contest because one of the captains oh, sure. is a guy that's on Arizona that only has six points this year. I mean, that's how that's how it was uh, with, um, you know, that's how it is with every sport, really, at this point. When you have when a, is, is the portion of the NHL uh, All-Star game, is, it, is, a, is there a portion of it that's fan voting, like a yeah. percentage? Yeah, I just 
I, I, I'm tired of this popularity contest bullshit. Like, uh, that's how it's always going to be, though. You know. Oh, I know. I'm just tired really of it. Right? It's well, becoming. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. It's I like, mean, as soon as you. But the thing is, is like, what is the NHL going to do? They're going to take the voting away from the fans and then leave it up to to the writers and the players, and then you then you know. Well, the NHL has a whole another e- issue to deal with when it comes to their All Star game. They need to stop tweaking it. They need to start li- stop tweaking. It literally is one of the best All Star events and weekends in professional sports. And now you're changing it to go three on three. Stop. Stop touching the game. You're, you're messing with it. You know what? Speaking of three on three, that the three on three I saw on Saturday was like the one, the, the first one I've actually sat down and got to watch for an extended amount of time. It was, it was boring, to be honest. It wasn't, the, it wasn't, ex- it, well, well, actually, there were, there were exciting moments. There were, there were a few, you know, where we should have scored, but just, I don't know. I think the, the whole three on three thing, I feel like kind of backfired on the NHL a little bit. Well, I think it's a give or take. You're either going to get no action or all action yeah. because that's all it takes. It takes one team to start chasing the other, and then well, they're professionals. You know, as soon as the goalie makes a save, it's a you know odd in it's an odd number rush the other way. We're, I mean, we're we're talking about professionals. They're, like, they're, it's like the the it seems like every team's giving like, oh well, let's play conservative until the five minutes runs out, and then you know if you got your chance, if you got your chance, take it. If not, mm, go shoot out. Yeah, I and mean, all the fans are like, ah, oh, fuck. Shoot out. <laughs> yeah, I, it wasn't the uh, there was a, a lightning game like two years ago. We were I don't think it was Cooper. Maybe it was three years ago. Um, we refused to attack the. We refused to forecheck. Basically. Oh yeah, that we sat, was. We sat back in a one four. That was <laughs> that was a uh, Boucher. Uh, yeah, that's it. It was Guy Boucher. It was a Guy and, Boucher um, thing. We were playing again. I think it was the Devils, and they refused to pass. It the was the Devils. The they, even, they said even before the game, they're like, "We're not going to fucking do it. Go fuck yourself." <laughs> and like, was, Marty, yeah. no, actually, I don't even think it was a one-three-one. I think we were literally playing a one-four. Marty St. Louis just like sit, like like skating around with the puck. Like, what do I do? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then like, they're like, "Nope, not doing it." So he's like, ah, "Fuck it. <laughs> like, let's just go." Yeah, like, can you imagine if the NFL did that with Chip Kelly? It's. I mean, they're it's, like, no, we refuse to play against your bullshit. It's such okay. a gimmicky forecheck that it's like it's so easy for somebody to be like, eh, <laughs> like fuck it, like, we're not doing it. It's yeah, you're, it's you're exactly right. It's just like a Chip Kelly kind kind of thing. Like I'm it, gonna change the NFL. No, what, not. When it works, it's great, but it you know there's oh yeah, that's why everybody loved the Wildcat. The Wildcat. The I was just gonna say the Wildcat. Yeah, everybody loved the Wildcat. Then it went away. What three one? I'll tell you what. We're, they're not gonna expect that. You know what I mean? We're gonna have. To, <laughs> Marty, Mar- get up there and skate in. They're never gonna think. You, then you, then you do the thing. Good, but the goal. <laughs> and now he's fired. Now he's. Uh, what is he doing? What is what is Gibouche up to now? Oh, uh, speaking of former Lightning members, we had a trade with the Philadelphia Flyers, including Vincent Lecavier. I love to this. The, uh, to the I Kings. love this. I hope. I hope he gets his playing time. I, he's. I, I'm so it makes me it, it's it makes me so sad how things went down with him in Philly. Oh yeah. So I'd, I, mean, I he love had a great for well I would say great. He had a really good first year. Twenty goals, sixty nine games. Like that. That's a good fit. That's a good amount of goals from somebody of his age. Right. But then they they changed. Uh, they didn't they, to, change, yeah. they, they changed coaches or, so, or yep. something? Yeah. So, well, they, I don't know if they changed just coaches. I think it was they changed a lot more than that. Yeah, it's like a philosophy change. Yeah, kind of uh, I was about to say, Anthony just brought that up. He's He announced he's retiring after this year. Yeah, he so, got you know, traded. If, now he's going to retire. If the, for some reason, the Lightning can't make the, or win the cup, go Kings. Yeah, I'll I'll root for, for Vinny Lacave on the Kings. I, Plus, I can actually root for him on the Kings. I, I, I refuse to root for the Flyers. 
I can root for the Kings. I can root for the Kings, definitely. And, and man, I tell you what, Vinny LeCavier is the dude that got me into the lighting. He's, he's, he'll, he'll be my all-time favorite lighting player when it's all said and done, I think. Like, I love that dude. Mm. Love LeCavier. So, I don't know. I've, I've, uh, I have a hard time picking one player. The Michael Jordan of hockey. Come on. I just have a hard time picking one player because hockey, well, the lightning of all all the teams in this area have proven to me that it's like, eh, we can get rid of anybody. Yeah, Fuck it's, you. It's more of a sentimental thing with me. I just, uh, he's just the dude I kinda, at first kind of liked. Well, going I really liked Hobbit Bullen, and then he started getting DUIs and car accidents. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I can't like I was, him. I was just, when I was at your place this weekend for the, the, uh, we're watching the Panthers game. I saw yeah. that Hobby Bullen bother. I was like, eh, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> like, he was good. Miss Hobby Bullen. Yep. Um, let's let's address the elephant in the room, shall we? Okay. Go ahead. Um, Jonathan Druin has requested a trade. On Sunday, he requested a trade that has apparently been uh, standing since November. I guess he re- requested all the way back in November. And it just yeah, it came to light uh, after we tried to send him to Syracuse. So he tried. He We did. Fucking or we did because he, because he's been injured, man. The guy's been fucking up and down. So what is he? What is what? The, what the fuck does he expect? He expects to be treated like Stamkos, and he's not Stamkos yet. I think that's th- exactly. It's the thing sorry, is, hey Druin, you're not good enough to start demanding the uh, attention you're getting. So just he's on the wrong off your pedestal. He's on the wrong team at the wrong time. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. He's he's a beta that's full of, or he's a beta that's in a team full of betas. Yeah, he needs to, uh, he needs to, he, I think maybe he just wants to be on a team, like like a developing team, where he can have some real starting playoff time or can ter- help turn the franchise around. Um, and, I, you know, I he doesn't, he's, he's not going to have that chance first here. two lines. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, he, but he, and he sees that he's never, he's not going to crack the triplets and it's going to be a while before he cracks the first line if, should Stamco stay, but it's, it's um. What are you saying? Why to Anthony? What you, elaborate, sir? Well, he's saying why. Why was he the only player that lost his spot to an injury? And I don't think that's entirely true. I think he lost his spot to injury and a nagging lack of performance because he broke off like gangbusters in the beginning of this year. Right. He, he's had like six goals through. Um, oh, what is it? How, how many games? I'm sorry. It's like fit like fifty something games. No. So, so do you, th- Anthony? Do you think it's really a Coop, a John Cooper thing? You think it's sort of a? I don't uh, know. I think it's a more. I, I, I'm, I'm feeling that it's like a equally amount of we're tired of this from Eiserman and Cooper. You know, I well, I kind of, I kind of uh, posed the question this week on Twitter. I mean, if you look at Eiserman's track record throughout Tampa Bay, I mean, we've had three. If, if should Stamkos leave, that'll be three different captains, and then a top prospect that it's that is that have uh, gone out of town under his watch. And you know, I know I understand that those are all under different circumstances. Vinny being the contract, Marty Saint Louis being the, you know, the Olympic snub slash whatever sort of issue, underlying issue that we are still not aware of. Uh, oh yeah, I don't. I'm not sure we'll ever find out exactly what happened there. Right, and and Stammer being being a uh, a money issue with with several contracts coming up for the for the uh, for the Bolts, namely Victor Hedman next year. Uh, yeah. But yep. Um, and Bishop, we have to decide what we're going to be doing in net. Yeah, because I'm not sold on Vasilevsky, and I would be—I'll be damned if I'll, we'd let Bishop walk. With he's a, the, he's an all-star now. I mean, he's a—he's 
Well, let's, you know. Eh. Well, I mean, it's but it stands to reason that, okay, you look at look at this and now you have you have uh, three captains that uh, he, he he's 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 staring down the barrel of having three captains out of the out of the city and uh, a top top prospect top tier prospect. Yeah, um, that's not good. I mean, if we if we continue to win, that's I mean, then it's all it's all uh, candy canes and gumdrops. But oh yeah, W's W's help everything go down. It's but. it just makes me wonder, you know, like what it, what was it? Why? The, the, it, it just feels so eerily similar to like a Marty St. Louis thing. Like, okay, the dude does not is not getting the playing time he wants, and this and and Druin's case, it's on the the actual team. It's on a it's in the big show. In Marty St. Louis' case, it was on the, the Olympic roster. You, you know what just, I mean? Yeah, I get it, but you got to look at like Tampa Bay, especially Tampa Bay Lightning. The the hockey market in in Tampa Bay, it's a different thing to play for if. You have no idea what a player's mindset is. They might be needing that hockey culture, you know, like I want to I want to envelop themselves within within hockey as uh, more than just a sport. And down here, we just oh, yeah, don't have it. It's his entire life. He's worked his entire life to get yes. here, and he's he's hurt because you know for you know the first blow I imagine was the whole the the playoff snub i mean we, we he didn't get a whole hell of a lot of playing time at least what he thought he was going to get in the playoffs uh and and now this season we're kind of dicking him around sending him back and forth to Syracuse granted he's he's had some quote unquote lower body injuries but uh, I want to read what Anthony's saying because he's he's very passionate about this and he wants to get it out. He says, uh, I really think that Cooper does not like him for whatever reason. Offense has been struggling and you send a highly skilled winger down. Why? Uh, he's healthy now. Fucking play the kid uh, is what he's saying. And I I can't but agree with, with Anthony here. I mean, maybe that's what they're trying to do. Maybe they're trying to get him all the playing time and the top one and two lines on Syracuse. And maybe he's just being impatient. It's such a unique situation because... You have a team. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, let me. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But uh, Anthony put Drew and sat for a whole year. Not a word. Well, when you're within your first and second year as a player, you don't get to have a word. They they put you where you need. They need you as an organization. And maybe, maybe that's what it is with with having a former player as a GM. He's he's maybe maybe uh, Eiserman. I, I understand. Uh, first of all, I understand that it's both Cooper and Eiserman. So I'm not trying to lump all the blame on Eiserman. Um, but I mean, he's the he's Eisenman came out of uh, um, the uh, the, ju- the yeah. Well, he came out of the juniors and he started his first year with Detroit. He was he was in the fucking lineup and uh, finished second in uh, the Calder Memorial Trophy voting. Uh, he, you know, he's he was he was an integral part to that Red Wings franchise, uh, especially in the the nineties. But well, when he was drafted, he was he was right in he was right in the in the shit, man. So you got yeah. you got to well, think I, that I think it was a different game back then too. That's true. I mean, well, it was Red Wings were also a different franchise that were looking for somebody to to, you know, to bring them up. Yeah, they needed that torchbearer. Yeah. And the Lightning have just come off of a a Stanley Cup run and we don't necessarily need uh, you know, the a bailout or we don't need, you know, we we're, we're not the 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 team needing to start Jameis Winston the first year because we sucked that bad. We're the team no, that we're not near that. Yeah, we're the team that's really good, and we just happen to be loaded with talent. I think we should. We I think there's a way we can make everybody's wishes work here. Like, 
send her into a team that really does need a top six forward. It sucks, man. I really don't want to lose. I, I hate losing Drew, but it's like it's we're going to have to. I mean, you can't you can't put him out there again. I mean, you can't tell him to go fuck himself and then start playing him. No, but we, we you know, we could do we could use a, a top six forward because fucking Matt Carl's out there still every game. It's true fuck that or like, we can use some kind of like a puck handling defenseman or yeah, get, I, just someone to gets the puck out of the, the defensive zone. One in one move, like can we have that? Yeah. I want that, please. Yeah, I mean, some of the offers that I've seen for, uh, for Drew and like, um, I think what the 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 Rangers were like, we'll give a Yondel and, and a bunch of picks. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'd say I'd say this much because um, Anthony is definitely spirited, and I appreciate this part of his, you know, diligence with the Lightning because it does put a it sets us straight a few times. But I think Stammer needs to get over the idea that he's only a center. I know it's his favorite position, but we need to. I, I think, I think what we have is in Stammer is a scenario in which your best player and his best position isn't what's best for the team. Anthony says he's the perfect fit to maximize Stammer, and I, I to that I say he was the perfect fit because there's no way they play together. Well, oh, he was the ultimate passer. Yeah. But, you can't yet yeah, you can't this is Marty St. Louis all over again. You cannot play and have harmony on a team with a disgruntled uh, with a publicly disgruntled player. Oh yeah, it's you not going to happen. Do it. It's done. He's done in Tampa. I mean, it's yeah. it's just a matter I mean, of when. I, I, that's the only reason. Look, I would love to keep Druin. I really would, but I think this has gotten and elevated this has gone too far and this whole situation is elevated to a point beyond recovery. Just just like just like our season as a whole. I mean, isn't isn't this just our season where like I can't point to any one thing that is really the problem. I mean, you know, Cooper and Cooper and Iserman, they, they certainly have a, a done their best in handling Druin. Uh, you know, Druin has also been injured and he's been up and down and, and he hasn't produced like we thought he would be producing. Granted, he's still very young and it's very early on in his career. Uh, but it's just a lot of different things that it's just like the perfectly shitty situation. It is. It's perfectly shitty. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to make of it. I, he's, he's going to be gone. I mean, of course he's going to be gone. And you know what? He's going to be good for another team. He will be. Mark yep. my words. Drew and will make the all-star team with another team. Let's pair him with one of our heavier contracts of a guy we, we can lose and then resign Stammer. And that'll make me all, that'll make me feel better. Yeah. Let's see if we can ship Matt Carr out with but him. Christ almighty. If we, if we lose Jonathan Drew and Steven Stamkos in the same season, just fucking kill me. Just fucking like, like the dude in the elevator in the departed, like like uh, like Matt Damon in the elevator of the in the departed. Just fucking kill me, man. Just fucking kill me. <laughs> nope, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to live with it, man. I guess so. That's sports, isn't it? Just, you know what? Post Druin, post Cooper, post Stamkos, post that. There's still gonna be a Tempe Lightning. Yeah, it's it's, it's we- unfortunate. What did we but, say the other podcast that that Emily Arena sign is going to light up with or without Stamkos Cooper? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Vinny Clavier, St. Louis, anybody, whoever, whatever. You know, it's just once you take a public stance opposing the team or at least the team representative, you know, and like in this case, what he does against uh, Cooper or Stamkos, you can't you can't do that. You can't go against what is more permanent than you like it would be one thing if Aaron Rodgers started to spout off about McCarthy and his play calling ability because you know what Rodgers is going to stay 
He's he's going to be the one that has some longevity. Yeah, no one's bigger if, than the team. Is, I think no. Well, the thing is, is if Druin's really picking a fight, starting with the head coach and the GM is not the the fight you want to pick. <laughs> not a best practice, as one. Yeah, <laughs> you're not you're not going to win most of those. Yeah. And I, I I don't know how it got out. I really don't. I mean, maybe maybe Anthony does. But his agent, it, him and his agent, came, like it came out publicly. Like, well, then is, it's on him. You know what? You're the one who burned your bridge in Tampa Bay. We maybe not wanted it. We didn't want it burned the whole way, and he was the one who lit the fire. Well, look, I think I do. Th- both sides have a point here. I can I I can understand to a certain extent why uh, Druin has been treated the way that he's been treated in Tampa because of, just because of the, the 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 town on the roster currently this year. I guess I suppose this year it would be the exception. And then I understand Druin. Druin wants to have his playing time. He wants to get. He wants to start every game. He wants to be out there in the first, second, or third line, or you know something like that. He wants to. He you know he doesn't want to be out there mucking it up with with J T Brown and and you know whatever fucking jabronis you don't get to make that there. call. You're not the coach. It's true. You're right. You're right. Like and I'll say this: Anthony said his agent was the one who who um, made it public. Yeah. Fire that agent. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I'm. I'm just saying, as a as a player, you cannot stand behind your your agent's faults. You're the one who appointed him. You're, you know, a power of attorney. Yeah, I go. Well, I guess I from what I hear, the agent's a little scummy too. He's he's one of those. Then don't have that agent. He's one of those. That is that fucking... is not on the Tampa Bay Lightning. That is not on me as a fan. That is on you as a player. I guess he's like one of those uh, Drew Rosenhaus. Um, you know what is the other dude? The dude, the the big guy in baseball. He's I don't know. I was about to say Drew Rosenhaus was the only other name I could. Rosen, I could Rosenhaus, play. and then there's some guy in baseball who's like a big, big fuckhead. <laughs> that, <laughs> and, you know, I think like I think he's Longoria's agent, and he's like definitely. Oh, wonderful, agent. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Some kind of Boris, Boris something, Boris Johnson, Yeltsin, Boris Yeltsin, Boris something, and Boris uh, something, Boris Karloff, <laughs> President of Russia, <laughs> President of Russia. Um. Eh? Uh, Anthony makes a couple of good points. Did Mario St. Louis and Vinny Lacavia have both requested trades in the past? But, but <laughs> I, I I was reading a, 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 an article by Bob McKenzie today that was uh, that seemed to, to indicate that Druin's case is is uh, sort of unique in that the 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 you know the the press release or or at least making it public or something something like that. I forget what it was, but I don't know. Fucking Bob McKenzie told me it was right, so. You know, <laughs> hey, hey, he works for TSN, don't you know? So uh, it's fucked up, man. It sucks. Sucks we're gonna lose him. Hope we don't lose Stamkos in the same season, but it's looking like that's gonna happen too. So I just, I can't, I won't be able to fuck Druin. I won't be ha- able to handle if we lose Hedman and Stamkos. I, I won't. I can't. Uh, we're not. I mean, let's be honest. We're not. Yeah, you it's, say that. <laughs> it's going to be one or the other, or perhaps we keep both. But I mean, I, I think, you know, we're not going to lose two two gigantic players like that in in a matter of two years. It's that's well that there and but but that's the see therein lies the problem. It's like, you know, do you, do you rob Peter to pay Paul? It's it it's that whole thing. Yeah, but when you represent Peter and Paul, you. you... It's we're in a, we're we are in a uh, we are definitely in a Kane and Taves situation here, buddy. There are going to be two big old contracts sitting on this roster potentially, or just one big old contract. Yeah, 
Which, I mean, I would argue that Hedman deserves it more than Stamkos. He's been more consistent, more impactful, yeah. and uh, I don't know. I, as much of a premium as offense is being put on in, in today's NHL, I would say a top a top five defenseman is more important even than a top five forward. Yeah. Well, we've we've that, that's a that's a uh, that's a topic for next year. I mean, we've beat the Stamkos thing to death at this point. It's just like let's see what happens. Yeah, we just gotta wait. We just gotta it's all wait. speculation on speculation. Yeah. So, I think I think with all of that being said, um, ooh, Hetty with the C on his chest. That'll be. I can see that. I mean, I can, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'd be okay with that too. Remember when everybody hated him? Uh, everybody hated him because nobody understands that in hockey you need at least one to maybe two seasons to get your defensive know, defensive legs underneath you. Yeah. It's a completely different game than the, the minors. By everyone, I mean Steve Dumag, so let's, let's take that <laughs> as you will. Okay. Dumag. Let's let's take a moment to reset. I'm gonna I'm gonna refill my refresh my ice and then yeah, res- I need another beer. Yeah, I'm gonna reset the, the mixer here so I, we can uh let everybody whoop, know. Whoop. We're going to come back second half of the podcast wrong. We're going to talk all – it's going to be all football. We're doing all football next half. So uh, Not just Bucks either. We're going, to do, uh, we're going to do playoff predictions and everything else. Yeah, so it's going to be – it's looking like it's going to be a long podcast. So everybody fucking strap in. Get and, your new uh, drinks. Get your new yep. drinks. And we will see you after this commercial break. Boom, shakalakalaka. What's up, guys? It's Kyle here to talk to you about audibletrial.com slash shark. Um, I'm interrupting this podcast. Fuck this shit. I'm coming on in. I'm muscling in. I need to tell you about some books, son. Uh, if you go to audibletrial.com slash shark, of course, as you know, as frequent listeners to this podcast, I've been saying this for most of a year now. Happy anniversary. Uh, you can get yourself a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. Uh, you can get over or one of their 180,000 titles. Uh, it's a great service. I use it a lot when I am driving or when I'm at the gym or when I just don't feel like reading. When I don't feel like reading. Uh, so it's you know, you, they just put all the Harry Potter books out there, um, as narrated by Jim Dale. Fucking classic shit. Uh, you, you can go and hear uh, any number of books. That I just read The Martian by Andy Weir. Uh, that's on Audible, and it's a very uh, entertaining look at the. Well, it's actually a really good look at the, the you know what it could be like to land on Mars. Uh, but if you've actually seen the movie, uh, it's a good thing to like read the book or at least listen to the book because you get a little like you get a little content, you get a little stuff that they, they couldn't throw in the movie reading the book. So once again, that, that address is audibletrial.com slash shark. Go there now. If you have an Android, an iPod, a Kindle, an MP3 player, guess what? They got books for you, son. <sighs> so... We're back from break, uh, and by we, I just mean just me, because this is being recorded at 6.15 Thursday morning, uh, the morning after Nick and I actually recorded this podcast, and we get done, we're done, Nick and I, as, as I usually do, and about 10 minutes later, my phone blows up, and like absolutely blows up. What the fuck's going on? Hey, have you seen the news? Kyle, your comment. You know, what are your thoughts? Um, what happened? 
what the hell happened? So I get on Twitter, I go and look, and Lovey Smith was fired. And I don't know what to think. My first reaction, knee-jerk reaction, was this is bad. This is the third head coach that we've fired in as many years. Raheem Morris, uh, Greg Schiano, Lovey Smith. Can't seem to find a guy after Gruden. You know, we're going to be that team on Thursday Night Football or uh, it, it, where, where they bring up that graphic. They show, in search of a head coach, who are they going to pick? Who's going to be the right guy? Uh, a lot of folks are saying that it won't matter as long as we have Jameis. I, I don't know. Is this how you develop a quarterback? By firing the head coach right off the bat? We had some good things going, didn't we? Um, there's no guarantee Coder's going to stay. I guess that's something that everybody's assuming, but we don't know. Uh, nobody's heard heard anything, heard or seen anything. I guess a lot of be will be revealed today on Thursday. I mean, there's going to be some comments made, obviously by the the ownership and the the staff. But who knows, man? My just it, my first reaction was just bad. Um. But you know what? I can I can see why he was fired. Uh, Darrell Rivas being one of them. Remember when he released Rivas? I mentioned it all the time on the podcast. Release Rivas. Yeah, you're getting Alteron Werner. Hey, you're getting uh, you're getting uh, the uh, the guard. Uh, what's his name? Anthony Collins. We're gonna have him on the team, and I'll tell you what, he's gonna gonna bring a, a hell of a, a thing to our offensive line. And you know what, George Johnson too. George Johnson's gonna bring him in and. And uh, we're just going to we're gonna turn this goddamn team around, and none of that panned out at all. Uh, couldn't seem to adjust the defense uh, accordingly. Uh, couldn't seem to do anything at all with the defense in his, in his two-year tender. And uh, most coaches only need two years. Uh, like I've said many times before, uh, it's, I, you're, you're hard-pressed to find a coach that doesn't turn it around year two, regardless of situation. Uh, Ron Rivera being maybe one of, the, one of the few exceptions to the rules, but uh, you're hard-pressed to find a coach that doesn't turn it around the second year. Um, I, I still don't know. It's still very fresh. I just, I, I just had a night of sleep on it, and it's, I'm still processing it. I'm still processing all the information here. It sounds like I'm acting like someone's dying. It's just a fucking head coach got fired. But I guess it's, to me it's just like, okay, it's, it's, we're, we're another joke. It's another joke year. Uh, you know, it's if half the people are like, wow, good. The other half are like, what the fuck? Uh, so it's, I don't know what to think, to be honest with you. To me, it's a, to me, it says next year, another down year, year after we'll see, could get better. We just start the rebuilding process all over again. New personnel is going to be brought in. New defense is going to be had. We don't know if, if Cutter's going to stay, so new offense might be had. You know what would be the worst thing if Cutter goes and gets hired by Miami or New York or some some fucking team? A lot of uncertainty right now. And the one thing I feel like I am certain about is that we're not going to be a good football team next year. Sorry, sorry to say it. I mean, that's just how it goes. But uh, you never know. You never fucking know. Anywho, what you're about to hear is is Nick and I's take from Wednesday night where we assumed that Lovey Smith was still the coach. He had his press conference and did a radio show, and we were all assuming, hey, I guess he's back third year. Here we go. 
uh, let's build on these uh, these slight improvements that were made and see if he can actually fix the defense, if he can retool the thing. Uh, but he's not even going to get a chance to do that. We're going to have a whole new defense, I, I assume. Unless let's let's have let's have Kurt Coder become the head coach. Bring in Rod Marinelli. You don't have to change much personnel wise. And then um, I don't know. Hire hire somebody on offensive coordinator. Bring back bring back uh, Marcus Roy. <laughs> Mar- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't even complete that thought. Um, it's we're I don't know. I would I would have preferred that the, that the club be patient. I would have preferred to keep him a third year. Um, but on the other hand, I can definitely see why he was fired eight and 24. Uh, we had the playoffs right in front of us and we blew it. And the thing that he was brought in to correct, he never really did. It just continued to get worse. Uh, we talk about it a little bit on the, on the podcast after this. So just kind of want to slip this in there because it's huge news. And, um, I don't want to go a whole week with, uh, you know, having a podcast out there when that, that we talk about Lovey Smith still being employed when, you know, he's not anymore. So um, I'm going to throw it over to myself right now and, and Nicholas and into their capable hands where we're going to talk about some bucks and um, not too much Lovey Smith talk in there, but I mean, I guess bear with it. Just take it with it, take it as you will and laugh at our optimism <laughs> as we are like, well, you know, maybe Lovey Smith could do it next year. Because he's not going to, and uh, be a new head coach probably. I don't know what by probably by Monday, next Monday or next week. Got to get a head coach in there quick. Got to think it's Cutter. If it's not Cutter, then I have no hope. If it's Cutter, I at least have a little bit of hope that there's going to be like a rapport with Jameis, and you know he'll get better, and there'll be some consistency on the offensive side of the ball where things are doing well. If it's not Coder, then I don't fucking know. This could this it, it could be like a Raheem Morris situation. You guys remember when Raheem Morris was promoted to defensive coordinator? Then Denver goes and interviews him, and the Glazers are like, "Wow, crap! We could be losing our prodigy." And they uh, they up and hire him as head coach. Could be something something similar to this, where you know Coder's getting a lot of offers, and so the Glazers see that and they want to keep him. And you know, I guess some of the reports that came out were that Lovey's unwilling to make staff changes, so he. So this was that was a, a reasoning behind it. So uh, we'll see, we'll see, man. I don't know. Um, Coder comes in I, as head coach. I have a little bit of hope. Uh, I don't know. Wait, what are we gonna bring? Tom Tom Coglin. That's another thing too. Some of the player reactions were just, uh, you know, he's a players dude. He's a players guy. I mean, he was very nice to the players, and I and uh, the players still have a lot of respect for him, especially Levante David, who's. Who made a comment that uh, something about the all, all the coaches, two two coaches in three years, or something something similar to that, and how um, or three coaches in in his tenure, something like that, um, which I have to agree with, man. I mean, the, I'd be frustrated too. Look, I look, these guys are tired of losing, and they, you know, that now they got to go and learn a whole new. Now everything's uncertain for them. Is this good for player morale? No, I I got to think it's not. Um, at least for some, maybe maybe some wanted them out, but I, it seems like most are are pretty uh, uh pretty upset about it. Major Wright, Melante David, Gerald McCoy, you know, being being who he is, kind of on the slide, does it? But um, I, I suspect we'll hear more in the coming days, and certainly this this podcast will d- be dated by the time it hits your ears. 
in terms of what is what has happened as it's you know like I said again it's six thirty on uh, Thursday morning so uh, there's gonna be a lot that's gonna happen in the next couple of weeks I'd like to say that I'm optimistic but to me it just feels like we're the the joke continues for, for the Buccaneers we're perennial laughing stocks my dad always said hey you guys we're the laughing stock of the league and because that proves true here as well so anywho I'm gonna let you guys go go listen to the, the second half of the podcast a lot of good football talk and um laughing or optimism see you guys welcome back everybody welcome back to the show you enjoyed all those lovely commercials Hopefully they were good for you. Hopefully they were as good to you as they were to me. So, yeah. Watch that Panthers game this weekend, son. <laughs> How'd that shit yeah. go for us? Um. Well, the the actually watching it part of the game. Who who did did anybody have us winning that game? Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Not a goddamn person. Not a goddamn person. What's up, Marquise? Marquise wants he wants to come on to do a. Uh, a wrap-up podcast. I, I'm down for that. Uh, oh, yeah. We're going to do a little bit of that right now, but, you know, you're always welcome it's, on it's the gonna podcast. It's going to be like that Diet Coke version before yeah, we actually yeah. do it. And yeah. You're always welcome back, sir. Well, it's, I mean, we're not going to talk about hockey all season, say that much. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I fucking love it, we're not going to be able to, we are not going to be able to survive on just the lightning. Yeah, we will. Well, oh, that's well, that's true. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're entering a, a strange time right now where there's no baseball and there's just hockey. Oh, Jay Bear, don't 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 fret. This isn't just the Bucks. This is all this is all football. This is a football time. It's all football. Um. So, but let's. I mean, we we got to talk about the Bucks, right? Yeah. Or must we? Or should we just skip it and say Bucks lost? Like everybody expected. There's nothing to talk about with that game, is there? <laughs> no, no, there's not. I'd ra- I would ra- honestly, I would rather talk about Josh Freeman winning a game. Yeah, he well, he didn't he split time with like some other dude. I have no idea. With like dude Mc McShamus or something, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. He's he's he. I know he split time. He threw he threw one touchdown, threw an interception. And yeah, Lindley. Lindley. Yeah, good for him. Good for Josh Freeman. I'm, I I wish him all the luck. Uh. But let's let's move on to our our current quarterback, which is Jameis Winston, who who might I add had a rather spectacular rookie season. He had a good rookie season. The wheels kind of fell off with the team towards the end there, and a lot not a lot of people are talking about that. Oh, you, we can't talk about it. Jameis is the greatest. Uh, yeah, whatever, greatest <laughs> or not, he still went zero and four in the and last four games. He's a rookie. I I he he hit a little bit of the rookie wall there at the end. So. Well, you know that makes complete sense because there's a there's a def, def, there's a definite amount of games played more in the NFL than is college. So, yeah, because even if you go to the bowl, if you, even if you go to the the championship game, you're still only playing like 14 games a season. Oh, I want to show you guys something. I, I I can even give you the audio of it. Did you see that that video with Jameis Winston? Um, um no. Where he's talking, where Ali Marpet, Ali Marpet asks, or Donovan Smith asks Ali Marpet, he says, hey, man, what do you think would happen if FSU plays the um, uh, plays uh, whatever, Bumblefuck or Hobarth? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Ali Marpet's like, he's like, you know what, man? I think it'll be a close game, but I think, uh, I think Hobarth will uh, pull it off. <laughs> and fucking Jameis looks at him like, what the fuck are you 
he's not gonna move. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Are you high? Yeah, here I'll play it for you guys right now. If I can, <laughs> if I can bring up this audio here. Hobart College. <laughs> it's funny. Um, yeah, it's. It. I guess it was a. You know, Their uniforms look like the Browns. Do they really? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. My internet's going extra slow. What is resolving the source? Thank you to Joe Bucks fan. If Hobart played FSU, who would win? I would tell you, Hobart would squeak out in overtime. What the, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the f- Squeak away with one victory. He says Hobart's D3, bro. I don't know. I love... I love what he does to the team. I love the fact that everybody wants to like follow him. I, I adore what he has become. Yeah, he uh, well apparently like Sander Fillespie. I don't. Or I think is that's how you pronounce the thing with Buck Nation. Like a lot of people don't like him. I read some of his stuff, but he came out with an article about a rift developing between Jameis Winston and Gerald McCoy. I mean, what do you what do you make of that? <laughs> Gerald McCoy doesn't get the respect he presumes he needs. Well, it's like Gerald, Gerald McCoy is being usurped by this this young rookie who's taking the reins as the leader of the franchise, and McCoy's like, me, you don't like him. Me. <laughs> well, maybe get more than, you know, single-digit sacks this season, and we'll start following you ah, more. No, he had, I think McCoy had a fine season. No, in he spite had a of the good fact season. He had a he torn had a rotator cuff. The dude had a good season. He, he was that's injured. that's it. That's all it is. It's not a great season, and well, he is acting like he needs to be like treated as a great player, and he's a good player. That's it, though. Let's be honest, though. He had a torn rotator cuff. A lot of people aren't talking about that, and he, there, you know, he's playing through some injuries, and um, I think I think a lot is being made of this whole stupid riff thing. I think it's all kind of a little bit of bullshit. They're they're teammates. They're professionals. They're 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 men. They know how to handle this. Look, they're you not know com- why McCoy was out there with one arm because a one arm Gerald McCoy was still better than what we had as backup. Better than anything that's, else we had. That's why he was out there. But I'm I'm speaking particularly particularly on this sort of topic of conversation that's that's being or you know this, this narrative that's being drawn up of of. McCoy doesn't like Winston, and they're they're not friends. And you're you're gonna see it more and more this off season. I know you will. And it's it's to me, it's silly. It's silly. Stop being a bunch of silly bitches. Okay, look, they're both mm-hmm. men, and they're both professionals. They know how to handle themselves. Uh, so I'm trying to make more than it than it has to be. Okay. Yeah, I, this is another one of those. I think the media is stressing because there's oh God, we're the first week without Bucks. We, what happened? What are we gonna talk about? McCoy's a piece of shit. Jameis is the future. Exactly. I think he said. Matter of fact, I think that's what Jameis said. Let's go talk to Gerald about yeah, it. Yeah. What's, what are the reports about uh, Jameis calling you a pussy? Unspecified reports here from yeah. unidentified, unidentified uh, source. Yeah. Unidentified sources in the Tampa Bay locker room said that Jameis called you a doo-doo head. Good sources. Yeah, it's so stupid. Just everybody take everything with a grain of salt, for God's sakes. I think everybody gets so riled up in this market of like. And and they get so starved for football. And I already saw a mock draft. Somebody's like, "Hey, bro, what do you think of my mock draft?" I'm like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, like, uh, yeah I don't know. Like, it's, <laughs> they didn't ask me. Granted, they asked they they like they asked Pulowski and a couple other guys. It's <laughs> like it's fucking January. Like, what are we doing here? Like, oh, for God's sakes. Yeah, okay. Everybody's gonna be projecting us to take Vernon Hargraves the third in the first round. I get it. Yeah, I like that. Is that gonna happen? Who knows. 
fuck's sakes. You know, I know Vernon Hargrave the third is because everybody's already jerking off over him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hear it all like for four fucking months of it, of just like every cornerback prospect ever. I don't care. What do, <laughs> why do people mock? What is a mock draft? What is the what, what is the point of a fucking mock draft? Seriously. What is I don't I get the point of mock drafts. I do, but what is the point now? We yeah. haven't even set the, the the final order yet. Not to mention trades. And people declaring in shocks that people aren't going to declare. It's uh, <laughs> it's a little too early to start. So silly. And then people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are like, well, oh, well, um, you know, here's, who's a free agent now. You know, if we can go get Mario Williams, then, um, you know. then, 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 then Yeah, this is when everybody starts coming up their dream wish list yeah. for free agents. It's, uh, just fuck off. Well, let's let's talk about some real news. Uh Let's let's talk about Jameis Winston and the Rookie of the Year voting, and specifically him uh, as he stacks up against Mr. Todd Gurley, who's his biggest competition for Rookie of the Year. I would say it's an argue. Yeah, it's a two-horse race. I'm going to be honest here. I think Gurley's going to take Rookie of the Year. I think, and I think he might deserve it. Yeah, I mean, he was phenomenal in that offense. He was that offense. He was the offense. He, I mean, we I saw it firsthand when he played the Bucks. The dude is a monster in the backfield for them. Yeah. So. Yeah, didn't play like a rookie at all. No, he's the first rookie to rush for 125 yards, 125 yards in four more consecutive games, and that's you know ever. That's e- intense. Ever and that that's that's pretty hard to do. It's hard to do something like that nowadays. Yeah, and I think I saw a Pro Football Focus or some sort of article. Uh, Winston has 114 points this season. Todd Gurley has 133 points this yeah. season. I mean, you have to argue. What's uh, I think then the counter argument to that would be who's more important to a franchise, a running back or a quarterback? Quarterback for sure. But I mean, so, well, I mean, it depends. I mean, old school, you know, old school logic has you thinking, well, if you got a guy like a, you know, like an LT or a. Uh, yeah, but I, I uh, don't think they're looking at Todd Gurley like that yet. Mm, no, no, fair enough. I, I don't think so. I think he's, you know. He's, okay, so the numbers for Winston for his rookie of the year candidacy read as follows for the entire year. 4,004 or 4,042 yards. That's a club record. Club record. Yep. Uh, 22 touchdowns and 15 picks. That is his his touchdown. I th- or 22 touchdowns. 22 I, touchdowns is the highest uh, throwing touchdown mark for a rookie Tampa Bay Buck quarterback. Yeah, I was gonna say I believe he he surpassed Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon had yes. like 18, and now he's yep. got 20. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. And uh, I'll say this much. I mean, it's not hard to do in this organization, but. His 84.2 QBR for the entire season is a record for a rookie quarterback. Yes. And he, and you know, everybody likes big, because nobody gives a shit about the quarterback records for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're, ter- we're terrible. <laughs> coming, coming prepared with stats, he is also third. I, I, I think he might even be higher than this that. Third all-time. Third yeah. all-time between um, first overall picks in yards, touchdowns, yards yes. and touchdowns. Sorry. Yeah, because he's behind Andrew Luck. I think like Cam Newton or something. Or, and um, or, I think, yeah, I think it was Cam Newton. You think, you think Cam wins MVP? He's got it, right? I think, uh, well, I think he wins a, a MVP if they go to the um, NFC Championship game. Man, I, I hope I, I want him to he, get smashed. If they knock him out before that, I don't think you can give an MVP to a, a, somebody who hasn't made it past the first round. I want someone to annihilate them so bad. Please <laughs> just de- destroy the Panthers. Somebody, please shut the, shut Cam Newton is fucking. They play. when I heard them playing the Superman theme when he scored, when he got a first down and then he fucking does the dab as he 
Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Yeah. I hate him. Okay, so I know we uh, we talked about this before the, the podcast, but I actually have worked it out to who wins and who plays who next week. Wait, 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 wait. Let me. Oh, no, we're not getting a predictions yet. I'm just saying. Hey, well, you know what? We let's. I, I'm I'm cool with moving on because I just. Well, no, we have what I have one more bucks thing that we need. I would like to to be brought up. Well, let's cover that and then and then we'll go and we'll dive into playoffs because you know I mean I I had a couple things on my notepad. I'm like, should we fire Leslie Frazier? My my answer to that is yes. Get yes, so I was about to say that's on my list, and my answer to that is yes as well. Yeah, I mean, is it the right move to keep Levy Smith? Probably not, but <laughs> I mean, the well, we can't go- keep both of them. I mean, I mean what the fuck do we even have a, uh, a Frazier for? My thinking now is like we're gonna keep him anyways. Is it the best? Is it the best decision? I mean, do you see us being a playoff? He says we're gonna be a playoff team next year and i don't see it i do do you yep yeah if Jameis, if Jameis is as Jameis, we I have think th- if we all trend as as we have been we'll be a playoff team next you know year. we have the number five do anything in there but. we have the fifth offense in the league this yeah, year we, at the end of did, the he did really fucking well yeah 29th defense but fifth offense. that actually okay so that brings up my next point and i was gonna i was gonna talk about how cutter is being viewed as a coaching candidate by a few teams that that's scary. If he leaves, that's bad for us. That's, that's bad. very bad for us. Yep. Yep. yep I yep, mean, yep. would you rather be the offensive coordinator on the Bucks or the head coach for the New York Giants? I would. You know, Tom Coughlin's gone. Giants are gonna. They're, they're sniff. They're, the I haven't even heard word one of Giants sniffing around him. Apparently, it's been Tennessee. And uh, Miami is also a candidate. Well, I know and Tennessee then, loves what they did, what he did with Winston. I think, I think Cleveland didn't Cleveland sniff around. Nobody's gonna go to Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> Cleveland's fucking poison. But so is Tampa at this point. I mean, come on, are we are we any better than the fucking Browns? <laughs> yes, we are better than the Browns. A little bit, I guess. A few shades. To fix to, to for Lovey's dream of playoffs next year to be realized, Dirk Cutter has to come back for a second year. Yep, we uh, need some kind of stability at the offensive coordinator position. Le- Leslie Frazier just... needs to get fired. The fuck fired. Yeah, he he needs to be go. He you know what? He needs to be demoted to like a secondary coach yeah. somewhere. Look, if, if, and not here because he can't do it. The fans want blood, and if they're not getting Lovey, then I'm sorry, Leslie Frazier. <laughs> then yeah, you get to step up to the. Yeah. Uh, You're the one. Browns. Yep, Lovey Lovey skirted this one. I mean, he did his radio show on Monday, and I don't think he's gonna he's not gonna get fired. So, uh, step right six up. Six wins, yeah. six wins. He took a rookie quarterback and got six wins. Yeah, but that, I mean, we had the we had the playoffs in our sights. All we had to do was pull the trigger, and we fucking bugs bunnied where it was like it just backfired in our face. It's I don't know. I I get it. I get both sides of the well, argument. I just, I just thought of a really cool. Like, I, I'm cool with keeping uh, the guy. I'm cool with it. Whatever. I just thought of a really cool Bugs Money Daffy Duck like juxtaposition, where we go postseason, off season, postseason, off, off season. season. Yeah, <laughs> good shot. That's yeah. off season. <laughs> That's basically the fans right now. Yep. Like half the fans are saying, "Well, we should have made the postseason." The other fans are like, "Well, wait till the off season." So. <laughs> It's yeah. um I heard a Bucks fan the other day it's just like, Well, now we get to look forward to the draft again. It's like I'm so <laughs> tired of hearing that. God damn it. Hey, we made improvements. There's we now know what our weaknesses are on, on defense and offense. So we know where we need to plug <laughs> we the We know holes. no no no. We know what this year's weaknesses were. That's we have true. no idea what next year's weaknesses well, are. Well, I'm just saying we know that we know which holes to plug as, as opposed to the last two years where it was just everything. We need all things. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we need all things. Now we know that we need we need defensive ends, we need corners. Uh, yeah, we 
You know what? Derek's right. We have to guard against that slant. We need a fucking nickel corner, like, bad. Yeah. We need we need a lot, so. Or we need, I'm sorry, we need we do need a lot, but I'm saying we know where our weaknesses lie, and we know how to, to correct them at this point. So, I mean, one would think, knowing that, and if we return the team we, that we do next year, or, or this year to next year, then we would be better. Playoffs or bust. It's playoffs or bust, man. Lovey's firmly uh, yeah. on the hot seat at this. I point. don't. I wouldn't say playoffs. I would say it's winning record or bust. It's anything. Because we go nine and seven. I think if the Bucks go nine and seven and miss out on the playoffs, Lovey does not get fired. Oh man, they'll be they'll be pit. Fans will be pissed if they're pissed now. That's yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> it's like what? what? No, Marquise. I'm I'm gonna go down to one buck and play out for corner or, or try out for cornerback. I'm, Pretty sure that I got a decent chance. <laughs> well, let's move on to the teams that actually are in the playoffs. Ah, the relevant ones. The relevant teams. We have four games going on this weekend. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read them off in list form. Can I? Can I, as you read them off, can I just give you my prediction? Like off. Sure. The bat? Well, we can. We can do that. I'll, I'll fire it right back. Okay. All right. So Saturday's games start off at at four thirty, and we've got Kansas City at Houston. I. I love Kansas City for some reason. I don't know why. I just always I've always loved Andy Reid. And well, I think they're, they're one of the hottest teams. They're genuinely one of the hottest teams. Yeah. I think I think Kansas City wins that one against Houston. Yep. As I, as do I. I have Kansas City over Houston. Okay. The eight o'clock game is Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. That's right. Pittsburgh squeaked in. That's right. Yep. Cincy. Yep. Cincy all yep. day. Give me Cincy. Yeah, but you gotta think this is AJ McCarron Cincy, not Andrew Pittsburgh's, Pittsburgh's going to do the. They're going to win this game the same way they won before against Cincy. They're going to break. They're going to break Andy, Andy, Andy Dalton's ankle. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to tear his ACL, ruin his career, went, and then go on and and Jerome Bennis okay, is going to fumble. So, so does that mean you get Houston or Cincy? Uh, I'll, actually, I'll, I'll take Cincy. I'm going to take. I'm, Cincy. I'm going with Cincy as well. Yeah, the logical right. pick. So that's that Saturday game. Sunday games are Seattle at Minnesota. That's a that's a very interesting game because they're both very yes, hot yes, teams. Because it's not this is not in Seattle. This is not the dreaded twelfth man bullshit. Right. This is in the the frozen Minnesota North. Uh, yeah, but you the know, friendly I mean, North though. I think you can. I think you can argue that Seattle is one of the other hot teams. They're in the very NFL hot right team now. right they, now. They've played yeah. garbage the first four weeks, and then they've been world beaters since. Yeah, well, they more or less played the, the Cardinals in garbage time. The Cardinals get, didn't give a fuck. They knew the Bucks were going to win. I mean, come on. Who who was good? Who honestly thought we were going to beat Carolina and then mir- yeah, miraculously the grand? Yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. nobody had us. The writing was on the fucking wall, so uh, Arizona more or less phoned that game in, and um, well, I think that I think the Seahawks are pretenders this year a little bit. Oh, I, I don't think they make it all the way, but I think they're much more of a I think they're much more of a threat than Minnesota. I, I, I'm going to go with Minnesota. I tr- I'm going to go with Seattle. In Bridgewater, I trust. All right. So we finally have a difference between you and I. Um, and the last game on Sunday would be Green Bay at Washington. Here's what I want to happen for that game. I want, um, I want Green Bay to be down by at least 30. At the half, I want Green Bay to, to. I want I want the Redskins to destroy Green Bay first half, and then Green Bay fucking unleashes second half, and then breaks their fucking heart 
and 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 knocks the Redskins out of the playoffs and wins. That's what I want to happen to the Redskins. <laughs> Fuck and them. Then, then I I'm calling it right now. All of Kyle's tweets for the entire game is like, "You like that? You, you like, like that?" that? That's what I want to happen, because I, I just re, I relive that game. I think like NFL, the official NFL account, like account on Twitter, they retweeted the the highlights from that that Redskins game. And I was like, man, that I'm still so salty about that. So I want, oh, yeah. I want, I want the Redskins to dominate first half and then completely blow it in the second half, and Rodgers just just mows them down and championship belts and ran the fucking end zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, to, to make it a little easier for our listeners with my choice, I'm picking green Bay. Okay, fine. So you've got Kansas city over Houston, Cincinnati over Pittsburgh, Minnesota over Seattle and green Bay over Washington. Hold on. St- stand by. <laughs> stand by for Kirk cousins. Fuck. <laughs> What fucking douchebag! He was a douchebag. Hey, but you know what? After the at, like watching his interviews after this, he just he does actually seem like a nice dude, and he's like he kind of like he's embarrassed about it a little bit. But the, you know the Redskins are hang or they're handing out you like that towels at the fucking oh, yeah. game. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You like that? You like that? Douchebag. <laughs> is there like is there a more frustrated white guy thing yeah. to say? He's, he's, yeah, he's like, he, his white guy can, cannon was just like unchecked that day. He was like, put a silencer yeah. on it, bro. <laughs> Christ almighty. Um, I just uh, almost surprised I didn't get a heck yes in there. So, what, I mean, what do you say for the uh, Redskins and... and, uh, and I say Green Bay. Green, Green Bay, Bay is going to win. Oh, yeah, Green Bay is going to steamroll them. So, or at least that's what I hope happens. All right, so if if my math's correct and football math for me is usually pretty good, if the predictions go my route, go Nick's route, next week will be Kansas City at Denver, Cincinnati at New England, Green Bay at Arizona, and Seattle at Carolina. Ooh. So if Kyle, if Kyle goes, if if it goes Kyle's route, um Looks like the AFC doesn't change, so it's still Kansas City, Denver, and Cincinnati at New England. Yeah, we were, we, we agreed on that. But that changes and makes Green Bay. It, mean, it means next week's Green Bay at Carolina would be a hell of a game. Fuck yeah. And um, Minnesota at Arizona. Man, who's going to take down the Panthers? I just don't see it. <laughs> well, I hate it, them. Well, let's just say, okay, so if Seattle or Green Bay win next week, it's they're going to be playing either – Carolina's going to get a rough draw. Look, I trust the Packers more to beat the Panthers than, the, than I do the Redskins, so go Pack, go. Oh, yeah. Yep. Go Pack. Yeah. I can't wait to watch the playoffs this weekend. I love the fucking playoffs. I just think the AFC is such a game. You know, like Kansas City at Houston and Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Like, mm. I don't know. This, I think you and I have a complete NFC biased. <laughs> we do. We do. We definitely do. Yeah, AFC is kind of Mars. That's why I was like, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know Tex, the Texans and the the Chiefs all that well. But I'm just saying, I think I want the Chiefs to win. I think they're going to win. There you go. I, mean, I think that I don't think Houston can stop the Chiefs because Brandon uh, or is it Bra- is it Braden, Brendan or Brandon? Braden Hoy- Coburn Ho- Hoyer. Who's <laughs> he's out my number fifty five defenseman out there playing? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> No, David Deal's not commenting in these games because he's the Bucks aren't playing. That's why. Ooh, nice. I like that. I like that. I like that. You like that. 
I do. Uh, Kurt, Mr. Cousins, I do like that. <laughs> I do like that. He's like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. You like that? Uh, you like that? Bastard. What a jerk. Dick. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm out of paper. I'm all out of paper. Stats. So all am my, I. All my stats are done. I feel like we left the NFL so incomplete. There's so much more I have to talk about, but eh. we're at an hour. I'm ready to get out of here. Greg Hardy's future's up in the, the air. Hope yeah. he doesn't beat another woman. Hope he uh wait, wait, why is his future in the air? Because they don't know if he's coming back to the big D. He shouldn't. Go fuck himself. Piece of shit. He's the biggest piece of shit in sports right now. Oh, wait. Marquise to the rescue, seeing who. Ooh, Mike Tirico and John Gruden for a. Ooh, Kansas City. Houston's going to be a great game. Oh, okay. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, we got. We got. Yeah, Marquise. Okay. For the Kansas City and Houston game, we got Mike Tirico and John Gruden. Great. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati is Jim Nance and Phil Sims. Eh. Seattle at Minnesota is Al Michaels and Chris fucking Collinsworth. Fuck yeah. Fuck Collinsworth. Oh, dude, I, Collinsworth so gets much. Yeah, I understand. Collinsworth, I, I, you know, Collinsworth. If Collinsworth and Joe Buck could do a game together, they'd eat each other. Look, 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 Nick. I understand. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Collinsworth either, but he's a hell of a lot better than some of the fucking jabronis we've seen on the on the 14 D team broadcasts. So yeah, I, I know, but I would rather get David Deal than Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> oh come, oh come now, Nick. Oh come I, now. I would la- no wait hold on wait I've got something better for this. Um, who's that quarterback that played for Notre Dame? Brady Quinn. Yeah, I would rather have Brady Quinn than Chris Collinsworth. I agree with that. And then finally, uh, Green Bay at Washington is, is Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, the, the dynamic duo, the ambiguously gay duo, the ambiguously gay. All these are going to be good games. Yeah, so excited. That's what, that's what uh, Joe Buck and and uh, Troy Aikman remind me of. <laughs> Do you remember that? The horrible phlebitis. Fucking. I got to find that theme song. Do it later. I'm done. I don't want to talk any more sports. Wait, hold on. Uh, NBC.com. <laughs> Christ Almighty! See if I was a, if I was a real radio guy. I'd have this all queued up and <laughs> ready to go. Kyle, they, they've been listening for quite some time. They know we're not ra- real radio people. We're real radio people. Gay duel. <laughs> oh, when SNL was so much more, so much more entertaining. <laughs> okay, all right, uh, folks, make sure you go to SharkDropper.com. Check out any and all of our podcasts. They are all there for you to enjoy, for your enjoyment, for you to uh, to ingest, uh, for you to to to, to like. Uh, and they're all there for you to binge. So oh, yeah, yeah. Seasons one and two Run of Doppel Avenue Hurt are out now. End of All Hope, which Nick stars in, is out now. Uh, both fictional podcasts, both well acted, if I if I do say so myself. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> kind of throwing that out there. Yeah. 
Um, so <laughs> make sure you check those out. Uh, of course, if you do like what we do and you want to find a way to support us, there is a button next to the home button. It's called Patreon. You can click on that and give us a little bit of money. We are going to we're actually going to be better about giving you content this year. Oh yes, um, much more pr- exclusive content for yeah. the patrons. I think one thing, and Nick, you maybe you should consider this too. Now that you have a microphone at your house, I'm gonna have a microphone at my house. I think I want to do like a podcast called Rapid React, where as soon as like a a, a, a sports a thing goes down, yeah, I'm just gonna like jump on my computer and just give my immediate reaction, and then put it on Patreon. I think you know we could do that. We could do like a ten minute word just, of the day, yeah, like, ten minutes reaction. That's all you got to do, or just just you yourself, just rant, just rant yeah, on something. We'll, go, we'll we'll do that. It's all the fuck you got to do. I think I think I'm gonna try to do something like that, or even like after I see like a movie or or something like that, just like a rapid react sort of podcast. Put that out there for our patrons, and you know have them. You know, have content specifically for them to, that that they can enjoy. That's that's what Patreon's all about. So, uh, we're we're gonna start doing shit like that. Of course, we've already updated it, so we're going to continue to update it. And so, if you like what we do and you want to support us, then that's a way. If you don't want to go that far, you don't want to pledge money yet. Go to iTunes, rate and review us. It takes ninety seconds. It's a free way for you to impact us in a very positive way. Yeah, be a mensch, as uh, as Derek says. So, uh, thank you to Blog Talk Radio for sponsoring us. Thank you, of course, to Audible. Or, thank you for Blog Talk hosting us. Drunk. Too, many, too much to me. <laughs> and thank you to uh, Audible for sponsoring us. Uh, that has been Word of the Bay Podcast. I have been Kyle. I have been Nick. And we will see all of you motherfuckers next week. Bye.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.